need some motivation on your Chinese business endeavor, may be curious about what the Chinese business environment is all about, or want to laugh out loud listening to war stories on the ground in China, then this is your show, China Business Cast. Hi and welcome. This is Michael for China Business Cast here at RISE Conference in Hong Kong, probably one of the world's largest high-tech conferences of its type. And we're here today talking with existing company owners and also software startups and a whole lot of key people in the tech industry. Let's see what they have in sight for us for China Business Cast. Okay, it's Michael for China Business Cast, and I'm here at RISE Conference in Hong Kong with Anthony Baker, Executive Technology Director with RGA. Hey, Anthony, uh, I had the opportunity to sit on, on a panel discussion, Creative AI. I thought your uh, contribution was actually inspiring and very, very knowledgeable on the area. I'm so happy to be able to grab a couple of minutes with you here. Uh, first up, could you give us a little bit of a heads up about RGA? Yeah. Hey, Michael. Uh, very nice to meet you. Thank you for having me here. Um, yeah, it was really good to be part of the panel talking about the possibilities of creative AI. So about RGA, RGA is kind of like a full uh, service um, innovation company. We do uh, consultancy, we do design and technology, and we help brands to grow their business through change. So change comes from a lot of different aspects. It can come from strategy about the business models, the opportunities, the disruptors, the new players, but also about design and crafting a brand identity that is relatable to people and contextual to what people are looking for. And of course, we strive to use technology in a very creative way, trying to find new ways of accelerating the way that Companies can offer better experiences that offer more value and hopefully help to shape a more human future for technology. That's amazing and uh, quite very much in line with what's happening at RISE. But more importantly, it's also very much in line with, with what's happening globally in technology. And, uh, you know, China Business Cast is all about uh, doing business in China. I know that you're actually... Uh, originally from Spain and you're based in Tokyo, but RGA also has an office in Shanghai and a business there in China as well. Yeah, indeed. I mean, RGA is an American company. The headquarters are in uh, America, in, in New York, but we have 19 offices around the world. And in Asia, we have offices in Tokyo, we have offices in Singapore, Melbourne, Sydney and Shanghai. So it has been really, really interesting for me to work with the Shanghai team and see kind of like the advancements and progress in the digital landscape uh, in China. Definitely this idea that, you know, China is copying uh, the rest of the world is no longer true. I think that there is massive innovation coming from China. The volume of data and experiences and the large ecosystem they have there is super interesting to us. Uh, definitely it's very rooted in behaviors. And I think that the whole... Uh, the whole landscape and how do they tap into the fabric of society to make digital services part of daily lives. It's massively interesting, not only for Chinese companies or Asian companies, but for the rest of the world too. Yeah. You know, uh, for many of our listeners, they're either having, they have existing businesses in China or they are contemplating 
uh, or looking and trying to understand how they might enter the China market. Uh, have you had any experience uh, with dealing with China in, in business for RGA? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's very different angles, right? RGA being a creative agency, there is a lot of work that we do with uh, international clients that want to operate in China, but also with Chinese clients, about how do you tell a better story? And a better story normally uh, has better impact when you can say something but do something about it. So we have this idea of being able to have a brand story but also a brand behavior that is actually relatable to people. So to give you an example, we do a lot of work with Nike around how do they tell a better, better story that is relevant for the Chinese market. But at the same time, we help Nike create experiences that allow, for example, younger generations to be better at sports, to capitalize on the idea that you don't have to be a super pro athlete to actually enjoy sports and be part of a bigger community. I think that uh, definitely you need to understand the ecosystem there. You need to understand the landscape. You need to be very knowledgeable about platforms like WeChat, platforms like Alibaba, platforms like Timo, Taobao, all this kind of stuff. But at the same time, China is very focused on performance, right? Like making the numbers, making the volume. So but true. there's a big opportunity in how are you creative about those platforms and create different shaders? Sure. Because otherwise the competition is so hard that you cannot just rely on, oh, we are going to put a page in Tmall and just make money out of it. It's how can you creatively create an experience and, uh, and a user journey and kind of like a, a value proposition that goes beyond the typical kind of like numbers only approach? Right. Yeah, insights into uh, culture, regardless of which market it is, it's just so important, especially when you're trying to deliver a message that's going to resonate uh, with the audience and then, uh, more importantly, to do uh, that value add for the brand that you're representing. Correct, correct. We look a lot into the... Um, how do you call it, the society tensions. And we try to capitalize on those frictions that exist there and be creative about how we can create experiences or story that taps into those uh, society tensions to create uh, a more impactful and relatable uh, brand story and experience and service. Right, wonderful. Look, uh, Rise, such a huge event. Um, it's been running for a number of years. Uh, how do you feel about it? Uh, I spent some time in Finland with Slush. You've probably also uh, spent some time uh, at Slush events. Yeah. And uh, Rise sort of gives me that similar kind of feel. It's sort of like the Asian equivalent of Slush, even though Slush is uh, present in, in China, in Shanghai, and different other centers, and even in Tokyo as well. Yeah, definitely. I've been uh, able to attend Slush in Tokyo, which is super interesting. You know, it's uh, elevating the community of startups and innovation. It's definitely true that companies can no longer just look in-house or look for a particular partner to do everything. You need to tap into the startup ecosystem. You need to tap into the investment community. You need to tap into external kind of like, uh, you know, sources of innovation. Uh, at the same time, this, this year particularly, I think that Rise is very important because it brings that startup community with the big companies and kind of like creates that bridge between what are the big companies doing, what are they, uh, you know, seeing the future going, what are their roadmaps, and how are all these smaller players tapping into that innovation opportunity. Definitely, um, you know, this year we have heard about like machine learning, AI, you know, automation. There's a lot of talk about that, but I think that we need to talk more about like the creative usage of data 
uh, the creative usage of machine learning and AI and tap into those innovations to, at the, at the end of the day, create better emotional, sensible human experiences. Excellent. So thank you very much for your time with me and the China Business Cast audience today, Anthony. And uh, we'd like to have you back at some time in the future, maybe to do a full episode with China Business Cast so that the world can hear more about RGA, not just for big business, but also for small, medium enterprise and how the value add is a share, share, 360 win-win. Definitely. Thank you very much for having me. It has been a pleasure to meet you and looking forward to uh, talk again. All right. Thanks, Anthony. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Michael here at uh, Rise in Hong Kong, China Business Cast, and I'm sitting with Patrick Xu from Mega Automation, actually a go-ahead company looking at buildings, energy, sustainability for the future. Welcome to China Business Cast, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. So uh, just for our audience, uh, could you give a bit of an introduction of what Mega Automation is all about? Yes, so uh, we work on the uh, smart building uh, solutions. Uh, so basically focus on commercial buildings. Um, uh, we have hardware and software solutions uh, where to basically get their um, uh, the building system online. So uh, as a means to, first of all, collect energy information. Um, and through those, we uh, get insight on you know how we can optimize the energy usage. And also we have IoT hardwares where uh, we can achieve uh, building equipment controls. So through that insight, we can offer automate uh, those controls as a means of, uh, you know, provide the most energy efficient uh, operations of commercial buildings. Sure. Now, for most of us uh, and our audience, we're very much interested in China business. That's not just about doing business in China, but actually China doing business with the rest of the world. Hong Kong, very much a part of China. Uh, mega automation, a Hong Kong founded company, uh, going global, but still has business connections in China. Can you mention a little, a little about your operation there in China? Uh, yes, yeah, sure. So, um, uh, so at the moment we have two offices. So uh, our headquarters in Hong Kong. Uh, we also have um, a product development office uh, in Shenzhen. Um, so basically, uh, it's really a great opportunity, and also um, uh, to be here in Hong Kong because we've got access to you know all the great resources that China can provide. So uh, not only uh, sales opportunities, um, and also we can leverage uh, you know the huge uh, kind of workforce and also talent uh, in, in in Shenzhen. So which helps to take our product to the next level. It's, uh, awesome, really good stuff, and uh, you know when we look at solutions, you know China. Uh, is very much at the forefront of innovation with innovative solutions. And uh, when we look at uh, the impact, the footprint for energy use across the world, there are many cities going smart these days. Uh, your particular solution is a very timely one. Look, my question is, um, could you share with our listeners some of the um, insights uh, some of the difficulties or some of the key points that you might like to share with entrepreneurs like yourself that are looking to go global or specifically um, take their business uh, from China out to the world. 
Um, okay, I think uh, a, a few things. The first thing is is the market, right? So um, uh, first of all, you have to understand uh, what your customer wants. So uh, sometimes I think um, uh, most of the uh, common mistakes uh, that entrepreneurs going is um, they have a solution in their mind. Okay, um, they think. Um, uh, sorry, they have a problem in, in their mind, and then they think about a solution. But then uh, the solution is might not be necessary of you know what a customer wants. So first of all, go out there, understand your customers, um, and also be lean and be quick. So yeah. what does that mean? Is okay. So when you think about a solution. Uh, go build it quickly. So what we call an MVP, right? Minimum viable products. Yeah. So go hack something quickly. Uh, go out, test the markets, right. get your customer, understand your customer, and then iterate. Yeah. Okay, so the most important thing. So I think uh, one of the key things that also we, we're, we're in a startup uh, and then we're in the technical uh, uh, technical industry is speed. Okay, so uh, speed is really important. That's and right. That, that, that feedback from the market about what they really need, even a survey is not actually going to give you the, the most... Uh, it's going to give you valuable information but in many respects it's putting your solution in the hands of the user having them use it and then look at the feedback in order to make those changes yes. that might well be necessary so getting out early exactly. is just so exactly. important and and i think i think um, um it depends on on the industry as well whether it's a b2c focus or b2p focus and i think i think uh, we're lucky so mega automation we are in a b2b business so which means that um we um we got access to our customer uh, relatively e- relatively easier to uh, in terms of retail customer right so um, uh, we work with corporates, and then and then we got hands-on the first-hand information on what their pain point is. Yeah. Okay. And then um, you know we built uh, products that solve specifically on their pain points. Okay. And then uh, for example, we work with big property developers, one of them, and then we solve the pain points. Uh, we built a product. First of all, is um, you know tailor-made to that property developers. But then after that, after we built a solution, test it out, and work with that particular customers, then we standardize it. We uh, Generalized product and then offer it to other clients. Right. So that's basically how you know uh, mega automation and 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 we uh, innovate and 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 do product development. Excellent, excellent, awesome stuff that you're doing and achieving. And uh, key to it is actually that uh, you know with often with uh, creators and developers. They really hold back from going to market. They want to have the near-best solution as they can possibly get. But in actual fact, they're hurting themselves in some regards. If you can find a customer and or you do find a customer and you learn from that, then in actual fact, you've uh, really uh, improved on your product. Look, my next question is... Um, I know we don't have a great deal of time, and we do appreciate it here at China Business Cast. Uh, RISE Conference, uh, this is a couple of years in the making now. Uh, this particular event, loads of people, loads of activity. As a uh, exhibitor here, um, and also a startup here, uh, can you tell me what's your feeling? What are some of the aspects about rise what drew you here and what's going to bring you back yeah so it's actually the first year that we um, uh, that we're joining rice um, uh, I was uh, sitting in front of my computer uh, looking at fa- uh, you know watching the Facebook live last year with rice and uh, and um, I have uh, I had a great feeling uh, for rice last year and this I this year we decided to join um, and I think uh, we made the right decision this is a great event um, I, I would say like this is one of the best um, uh, you know conferences that uh, uh, we went as a business uh, so far. Uh, 
um, uh, basically, you know, a lot of great people, a lot of great talks, um, you know, presentations, and uh, we learn a great deal as as a company or as an individual. Yeah, yeah. Our rise certainly has so much to offer, and it's very much a global event. Right here from Hong Kong, it's not just an Asia event. Yes, uh, it it has a, a greater global appeal. Um, look, thank you very much, Patrick, for the time that we've had today. Uh, I'd like to reach out to you. I'm sure that our China business cast audience across the world has greater interest in what you're doing, what you're achieving, the lessons that you're learning, and the insights that you can share. Uh, at some f- future point, not too far down the road, I'm going to reach back out to you and bring you back for our China business card cast audience. Thank you very much, Patrick. Great, thank you, Michael. All right, have a great day. Cheers. Doing business in China is a complex world. You can quickly feel alone and lost in its maze. But don't worry, China Business Cast is here for you. Sign up for our newsletter and regular updates on our website at www.chinabusinesscast.com. Thanks for tuning in.